0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is in our midst. It is so wonderful and a great joy to see so many of you here now at this time. I thank you for being here. Because just as our liturgical life directs us and guides us and leads us, hopefully we can perceive through this reading today and in our own study and preparation that we are beginning to enter into a new phase and new period of time in our life as Orthodox Christians this year. Next week begins the so-called Triodion period. And we'll hear, just as we heard today, we'll hear a familiar gospel lesson of the publican and Pharisee. And then the week after, the prodigal son. And then the week after, meat fair Sunday, judgment Sunday, as it's also known. And then cheese fair, or the Sunday of forgiveness and then we enter into Lent. This is not new to us. We should know this. But it's important for us to always consider and always ponder and always think about and prepare ourselves by reading these gospel passages and understanding the message that our Lord gave and presented 2,000 years ago when he was in this place in Tyre and Sidon, north of Israel, in speaking to this Canaanite woman, but the message to us today. And so let us look at this a little more closely. Saint Nikon of Optima, or of Optina, I should say. Saint Nikon said, do not forget prayer. It is the life the soul do not forget prayer it is the life of the soul this is one but a most important teaching that comes from this gospel passage about prayer it is the life of the soul indeed it was even more than the life of the soul for this woman because it was quite literally the life of her daughter and the summary is that her daughter was healed but what the message is is what led up to that the life of the soul is prayer because indeed it was by her prayer and not just her prayer but what she said in her prayer that led to the life of her daughter but more importantly, eternal life. So we heard this story, we've heard it many times, and this was a woman who was from a people, an ethnicity, that was, as we read very clearly in this gospel passage, was despised by the Israelites. Someone and a people who didn't live very far from where the, the Israelites lived, just north in what is present-day Lebanon. So it was very close. And it's, I guess, not unlike today, really, when it comes to some of the relations of the different ethnicities and the people in that area. But they were despised, even to the point of being known as and referred to as dogs. And so we read and hear about that in this gospel. But we also see a bit of the kind of inner feelings of the disciples a bit here in their response to her prayer. But let's look at her prayer. The woman, as she's there and sees the Lord and his disciples coming by, she says, as we read, Lord. Exactly. She says, "Have mercy on me, O Lord, Son of David." So she speaks in her prayer of three things. She first recognizes. She first expresses a desire for mercy. First, it's mercy, and she recognizes in this person that he brings that he is and he brings and he preaches mercy. And then she says, oh Lord, so she recognizes him. Now this is, remember, this is someone who was in, as Simeon said in his prayer that we heard just a few days ago in the presentation of our Lord, a light to lighten the Gentiles and a revelation to your people Israel. So that was a reference that those who were not part of the nation of israel or part of the people of israel i should say the israelites were being were ones that were open to being and receiving the revelation but all the others were in darkness the darkness in the land of zebulon we heard and the darkness was in their minds all around them in other words the people that weren't part of the chosen people were in darkness so Here we have a person that's in an area that was understood to be in darkness, theologically, spiritually in darkness. And yet here's a woman who recognized that in this person of Jesus, he was Lord, he was God. So here was a Gentile, a pagan, a person in darkness, a dog, a despised person, everything that was against or or on the opposite side of the people of Israel of the Israelites of the chosen ones who recognized him as Lord and recognized him in that time when he when she says when a person would say oh lord they would see him as god there were many gods that were worshipped in that time but she saw him as the one true god not someone who had heard about the teaching of God, not someone who had understood about the revelation that the prophet spoke about, none of this. She recognized him as God. But first, she saw him as one who was merciful, who brought mercy, who preached mercy, who taught mercy, who lived mercy. And in that instant, she saw him as God. And then she said, son of David, which means she saw in him, the Messiah, the one who came to bring salvation to all. This was her prayer. Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. And then she offered her request. My daughter is severely possessed by a demon, which meant in her mind and meant at that time, she was going to die. She already was, was apart from and away from normal living, but very well would die. And then we hear about and we read about what the disciples said and what our Lord said, but she said in his response, yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. St. Porfidio said that the word, me in the Jesus prayer, Lord Jesus Christ have mercy on me, does not mean that it is a prayer exclusively for the individual, but for Adam, Eve, and the entire human race. Therefore, the Canaanite woman gives us, in a few words, the essence of Christian theology. We ask the Lord for that which he came to accomplish in his love and in his mercy, namely the redemption of all. This is the invitation to the master's table. And this woman, who was not of the chosen people, who was thought of as a dog by those who believed that they were of the chosen people, recognized it. And this is what our Lord is wanting us to see our hearts, with our souls. First and foremost, that we are to seek, that we are to receive the mercy of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Regardless of that which troubles us or that which we are faced with in our lives and in our times, we are first to seek and to receive his mercy and then we are to see Him and understand him, in, him, in Him and to believe in Him just as this woman did with her faith, that He is indeed the one true God and that He is the Messiah, the one who brings eternal life. We are, just as we do in all these wonderful and beautiful gospel passages that are brought to us every week, We are to identify ourselves with these individuals, with these people. We are to identify ourselves with this Canaanite woman because at times we may find ourselves in a place of darkness. At times we may feel and we may believe that we are not part of the chosen ones, the ones of the house of God even. And yet, and yet, with our persistent prayer, just as this woman did. Even when, even when we may not receive immediately or after a period of time that which we are seeking, we should be looking first for his mercy. We should be recognizing and believing that he is the one true God and that he is the Messiah that has come to save the world and to save each and every one of us let us then with the same persistent faith the same prayer because indeed as saint Nikon said it is the life of our soul with persistent prayer let us not be discouraged let us not be distracted let us not be overcome with fear or with anger or with resentment or with all these things that only fill our soul with darkness. Let us see the light, the Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah, the one who came to bring eternal life and light to the darkened world. Let us be like this woman and be persistent in our prayer and say, as she did, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, amen.